Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Dabble and Dribblin'. As always, we upfront ask you to make sure that you're following us on our social media platforms at Dabble and Dribblin' on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and that you are subscribed and rating us and sliding into our DMs, all those different things. Get we real are, personal. We'll get real personal with y'all. Um, we're at SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts, so make sure you check us out. This cast was pretty fun, short and sweet. Um, to yeah, I mean, we tell you up front that we recorded for like an hour and lost a lot of yep. a lot of material. We so lost all of it. We lost it all. Yep. <laughs> it was really sad. It was actually a really good hour. Yeah. It's one of my favorite hours. Yeah. It was a good hour. I'm glad I still spent it with you. But yeah, it, likewise, yeah. friend. <laughs> but we recovered 30 minutes. I mean, it was still good. Yeah. We talk uh, Beyonce. We talk Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. Uh, because you don't know anything about both of those things when it comes to Homecoming and the Game of Thrones stuff. No, but I act like I do. You act like you do. And mm-hmm. you did a really good job of understanding it all and really incorporating Avengers and Marvel and Harry Potter into it, too. Well, it's I don't really think cool. enough people are talking about that when it comes to Game of Thrones. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and then we... Uh, uh, did some what else did we do we talked about vaccinating your children please do that um, it was a PSA episode really. <laughs> um, and Tiger Woods getting a medal of freedom yeah that was weird a little weird but that's gonna happen when you're getting it from someone with such small hands oh my god and in our dribble is that it in the dabble more or less well yeah. the royal baby but oh, yeah. that's like you know he's that here. baby hasn't done anything yet. he's here yeah and uh, Megan's still queen um, and then in our dribbling section, we go into the playoffs and just kind of went through each of the Eastern and Western Conference um, semifinal like mm-hmm. matchups and what's going on and uh, some of the rumors as far as potential offseason um, free agency rumors that have been lurking. Um, but yeah, we didn't talk so much about the offseason. I'm impressed how much we actually talked about the playoffs considering yeah. LeBron James is not in them. Yeah. Like, we actually gave the rest of the league a fair shake. Yeah. So, you're welcome, Denver. Like, you're we welcome. Did. We definitely did. And uh, we talked about the Lakers, and we talked about... I don't know. We talked about quite a bit of things. Yeah, we condensed it down because we had one hour of practice. Yeah, so, we, we did. put it into we much did. more uh, fun size. But it's still worth it. Yeah. All right, folks. This is a good cast. Check it out. And we'll catch you on the flip side. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabbling Dribbling with Alex and Bry. Hey. Did you finish your drink? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Soyland. Oh, this episode brought to you by nutrition and satisfaction. I feel satiated. Um, so, before we begin, full disclosure to the fans, um, we recorded an hour's worth of really amazing content where I talked about Game of Thrones and Beyonce, literally explained all the things to Alex. And now, and we lost it all because I'm dumb. <laughs> no, no. Apple played a trick on us. And uh, there's a feature in GarageBand by which one I, can just, at the push of a button, download every song in their iTunes library, oh apparently. And I have thousands of songs. So it took a while. Um, you know, so why don't you just use Spotify like a regular person? No, but I use Apple Music. But this is like music that I like had from like CDs that mm. are into my Apple. Like Anyway, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess I could delete it all. Get rid of all that Alanis Morissette. First okay? of all, I, who am I, Alex? I know. <laughs> am I you That's or am I me? me. <laughs> I only reference what I could recall, and that's from my music library. Oh, 
Oh, that Underrug Swept was a great album. But anyway, <laughs> that was one of our best, even if we lost, one of our best content hours ever. I still enjoyed doing it with you. Oh, I appreciate you, bud. It was a fun time. It I'm, was fun. I'm sorry for the fans that they couldn't hear. Well, so essentially what I did was like break down everything about the Beyonce homecoming to you. Right. As well as literally give you a history lesson of Game of Thrones. Right, and I followed very intently on Game of Thrones. And you with the, genuinely, like, you did so genuinely. And I was, and I, you could have completely humored me I through it and been like, a whatever. lot of brain power. And there was, there was moments lots, of humor in there that absolutely. I infused with your story that right. actually made it interesting for Marvel fans too. Yeah, and then everybody and, had and something. Harry Potter fans. and Harry Potter <laughs> fans would have been so proud, like, oh, he made a reference. Yeah, yeah. I was there with. The people we did a great job, uh, but you know what? It's okay. Some not all great things last. Yeah, it's just part of it. It's just part of it's just part of life. Be, people should be grateful. Uh, we're giving them any of this. So <laughs> this literally, the best I, I just felt so defeated. I was like, no, it was so <laughs> good. <laughs> we gave you solid gold, and then we threw it out the window. Oh, uh, this thing is gonna rope. So let's do this. Why don't we just do a quick update? I am all for reenacting to a point what was covered so much so that we, because we could just summarize this in five minutes. Right. Or we could do like 30 minutes. And we don't even have to do that much. I feel like. 20. A we, cool 20. Like Beyonce Homecoming. Homecoming. You should watch it. I hear it. I know that you're like, I don't know. Even just watching the background. I respect Beyonce. I know you do. I get it. The wardrobes, the costume changes, the dancing, the eight months of rehearsal you told me that it took to do this two hour yeah. set. All respect. Post pregnancy. All respect. And her saying that how hungry she was being this like crazy vegan diet. Right. And then I told you I can identify with that yeah. because I'm probably going to stop being vegan on July 1st, which will mark my two year anniversary. We should do a big feast for you. I'm going to eat goose and mutton. <laughs> oh, and, my goodness. Uh, I don't even miss meat. I'm not even looking forward to that. Just a, the, just a 30 grams of salmon yeah. and some rice and vegetables. Oh, you're just going to be, you gonna be so happy. I'm I'm so happy. And that, great. that just, yeah, it just stems from the trip I took where I had to eat a lot of meat because that's all that was available. And I saw some gains and I thought, well, screw the animals. They'll figure it out. Yep. That's essentially yeah, yeah. my reasoning. It's not a good reason. But no, but I'm I mean, glad that I did. For me, it was just like an attainable body, like Beyonce. When Beyonce said the diet that she had, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, maybe it's not attainable. <laughs> no fish, no meat, no dairy, no, no sugar, sugar, no carbs, no carbs. The carbs part is ridiculous. Carbs part is hard. Cut the sugar and find no meat, no dairy. Because you can get natural that. sugars from like fruit and yeah, veggies totally. and things. Like that's fine. Totally, but, but damn. And we talked about. When you how- tell me I can't have bread. Bread? I know. Pasta, rice, uh, oatmeal. You can go kiss my ass because I'm <laughs> eating all of those. All those things. I we want talk, it in my belly. We talked about your sister becoming a doctor for yes. pediatrics. Congrats, Ren. Right. Uh, I talked about my friend uh, getting married to the love of his life. Congrats, Congrats to him. him. And Alicia. And Alicia. Yeah, that's right. Yes. And so uh, just beautiful people doing beautiful things. I know. And then I shamed you for going to your doctor till you were about the age of 21 to your pediatric doctor. I was, I was definitely 22. 22. And I made fun my, of how you were in the waiting room with kids. Absolutely. And they were playing with blocks asking why you're here. And you gave and them gonological reasons. And I okay? Yeah, okay. Mom, what's, what's the problem? What, what, what's like, the what's thing that you put vagina? in there? What's the thing? What's the... the, the IUD? Yeah. Mom, what's the IUD? <laughs> oh, I'm done. <laughs> I don't know how what's lady doctors work. What's a new <laughs> uh, Can I have a new 
kids are the sweetest. They say uh, the best. Um, then we talked about. Oh, I I did call into question why she's wearing the Egyptian attire. Yeah, I just I, I don't know. Like she didn't specifically talk about that, but offended. I just assume it's related to like homage to like your African roots because that it looks Egyptian absolutely absolutely like very like Nefertiti looking um, but there are other African countries that have like headwear that they right. wear so it's like it could be an homage to that I don't know but you said it's probably Egypt because of the whole Mesopotamia Fertile yeah. Crescent uh, yeah geography class middle school days of just like homecoming it's right. the birthplace of civilization right. probably that where I was thinking African roots Usually when you tell people you've been to Africa and they say, where'd you go? And you say Morocco, Egypt, or anything mm-hmm. in the north. They're like, well, I meant like the black the blacks, the blacker ones, ones, the ones with the black people. <laughs> I think you have to whisper louder for, for, the, for everyone to hear. Farther south. <laughs> <laughs> for the more darker skinned black people. <laughs> Oh my god! And so, and so, but I was like, you know, you could highlight a lot of African cultures who've done great things, but um, Egypt is the one that sticks in the the American right. mind so Absolutely. so firmly. Yeah. When you go to the Met, the first thing you do is rock to the walk to the right, yeah. and you got the whole Egyptian right. section, and it's like and you just make your way around. Everyone walks like an Egyptian, <laughs> and you have to tell the kids to stop because it's impolite, and yes. you're in everybody's way. And also, we we whispered the black thing because you know. At, we have often in our time in New York and in other places when people talk about the black friend or mm-hmm. like the black person in their story, they always like whisper it just like a couple of decibels lower right. than their regular. I think he's, I think he's, he's black. <laughs> I had a friend in high school. Mm-hmm. No, it was the teacher. It was the friend. No, it was my friend who said to our teacher, they would rather someone scream Negro at the top of their lungs than to whisper black. Wow. This is my black friend said this. Okay. They're like, I would rather you just yell Negro. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, okay, then whisper black. Because it makes it sound like there's something wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> there's something wrong with being black. It's okay. It's, <laughs> it's fine. Um, um, it's so sad we lost the Game of Thrones part because that was the part that I knew nothing about. You literally and knew then, nothing about it. And but, I mean, you, you knew, educated like... me so. What your performance in that was so <laughs> admirable. You went through the Targaryens and the Flanagans and the the Raymore and Flanagans, the Raymore and Flanagans, right, right. the Four Eyed Raven, Three Eyed, but yep. Coke bottle glasses. Yes, 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 yes. And yes. then you, what else? There was a lot of stuff. And then people were sleeping the with their Tony and yeah. his three brothers. Right. And then they took over the kingdom, mm-hmm. uh, or they will once they killed the night prince mm-hmm. Voldemort. Uh-huh. And then they got him with the dragon stones. The stones. The dragon stones. Right. By the quickening of, uh, of uh, Thanos. Right. The Highlander strike. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. And so then now we're at the place where we're just waiting on Jon Snow to take over the kingdom with his aunt, who's super fine. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it. Yeah. And he doesn't even want to do it, but he's like, I'll Airbnb this kingdom right, and right, we'll right. just make a lot of money with Starbucks on the corner. Can I just say, your retelling mm-hmm. of Game of Thrones yeah. makes me so proud. I'm listening. <laughs> that you, I am a good you're just listener. such a good listener, I, buddy. <laughs> you know, not everyone has this gift. But I'm just I, saying, I'm just so proud of you some, for being such a good listener. <laughs> some people are born with it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. <laughs> <laughs> 
we what was the what was the thing we did? Oh god, we were so on it. There was a couple moments of synchronicity, mm-hmm. and ah, oh, what part? I don't remember. There were parts where we came up with the the jingle at the same time. Damn, and I Danny. don't re- damn. <laughs> no. Damn Disney. Oh yeah, Disney. <laughs> okay, so. Alex didn't know that Disney bought Fox, which is if you, those of you if you don't know, you're living under a rock. Uh, like me, like like Alex. Yeah, yeah. And I told Alex, but it's you know, so much fun when you learn about it. Yeah. So Netflix upped their um, monthly charge to about like fifteen ninety nine, sixteen bucks and sixteen bucks a month. Um, and so I was just like, Alex, you might, I might need to ask you and the gang to pitch in a little bit every month. Because <laughs> I happen to borrow Bri's Netflix account. For the past how many years? <laughs> uh, what is that? Were we on four or five? It's, you know, eleven ninety nine a month for four years. It's, a lot, of, it's a lot of time. That's <laughs> it's a lot chill. of money. <laughs> but $70 for a year. For a year for all of Disney. And then, so I let Alex know that Disney bought Fox, meaning that Disney, so that means Marvel bought Fox, which means X Files, X Men. <laughs> Scully. Scully's going to be there. So that means it's going to be all the Disney shows, all the Disney Damn. movies, all of Marvel movies, all of X Men movies, all of Star Wars. The possibilities are egregious. In your hand. Egregious. Egregious. You can watch The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. I know. And like, this is, this shit. If you put, if you let Disney do something mm-hmm. like this, yeah, you open the floodgates for a trilogy unlike any you've ever seen. It's Star already Wars, happening this year. X Men, Marvel, all oh, sorry, Star Wars, X Men, and because X Men is part Marvel. of the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, they're all together, right? So X, so technically, Spider Man and X Men were part of Fox, right? And because of this like buyout, uh-huh. so they were never part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right. even though like in the comic books oh, they were yes, all yes, together. Yes, yes, yes. And so this buyout, how, this buy, this buying thing mm-hmm. made Spider Man be a big part of it. They righted it. They righted the yeah. ship. So this has really needed to happen, right? For so the for seventy book bucks okay. a year, I will absolutely do that. So no more Netflix. So they're as I said, they're Amazoning the shit out of Netflix and now. Then, and then after you said that, we said, "Damn, Damn Disney, Disney. <laughs> <laughs> back at it again with the takeover." <laughs> Just gonna go in. Damn. Go in. That's that's like a that is like a shot across the bow if I've ever seen one. I know. I bet you Netflix was shaking in their boots well, when they heard that. It's interesting because Beyonce. Sign a multi-million dollar deal, I believe, with Netflix for more things on yeah. Netflix. So, which is why everyone's like, "Oh, that's why our prices are going up because Saved they got it. They got to pay Beyonce." Exactly. And I'm just like, I get it. Beehive money. I get it. It's fine. That's gonna be a problem if I see a Star Wars movie that features Captain America. And I don't the think that's. I think Star Wars is done after this last. Now, when Wars Disney movie. gets it. No, I mean, I think it's done. Like, I think the franchise is done. Like it's like Disney very similar. Owns it. It's like similar to the Avengers. Like I yeah. think this is the. It's done for like this. This cinematic part of it is is done. Yeah, they may yeah. have more. Mm, yeah. Like they may See, have more like things go. later. But See, I'm saying like this. You tried iteration that. of it. You tried to tell me it was over with this end game. End is in this, the title. Right. But then you told me there's a whole nother thing about to happen because right. there's another part to this thing. It'll never end as long as people are making money right. so disney will take star wars and they will add what if we took star wars plus wolverine does mm-hmm. it work does it sell let's find but out But they're part of different universes not when disney controls everything 
I get yes and no, but they're legitimately part of different universes. But they're like them paid mixing, by the same company. Sure. Yeah, so? that's all you need. I mean, I that's guess. all you need. They're just uh, like, you know what? We're going to fix the Millennium Falcon and then we're going to replace, replace Han Solo with Wolverine. Actually, no. Scratch that. Let's make a movie with just Wolverine and Han Solo as the main characters <laughs> of this movie. Well, they exist at different times in different universes. Well, not this summer. Come to a theater near you. Wolverine and Han Solo. Fly the Millennium Falcon. Well, 2019 is Disney's year, though, when you think about it. Because when you have Lion King, Aladdin, Endgame, and all of like Marvel movies that are coming out, the mm-hmm. X Men movies that are coming out, the the launch of the streaming service that's happening, I think like end of the year. What's the streaming service called? It's just, I think it's just Disney streaming. I think that's for. They now. couldn't think of anything better than that. I don't know. They that's... might be called something else, but. I wonder what the Fox Searchlight uh, mm-hmm. intro, uh, intro, intro will look like. Now. It might still be Fox Searchlight, but they're just under the conglomerate of Disney. They'll just shoot one of those arch beams over the top of it with a shooting star like, I own this shit now. <laughs> and then Walt Disney pokes out from behind the, his, the searchlight. Just his, just his head. His, uh, the, chrono- the, his, his, what's it called when you... His profile? No. Um, his silhouette? No, he... I think he like... His avatar? His... Can corpse, I can, can I say words zombie. first? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, his, like he didn't he like cryogenically like freeze his yeah. body or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just his cryogenic body. <laughs> yeah, he was cryogenic by his frozen body. Just He's his just head. thawing out. Yeah, it's just a picture in the searchlight now, like the Batman signal. It's but just it's like, like Walt Disney's profile. Yeah, his head. <laughs> racist Walt Disney. If he only knew. Yeah, I mean, yeah, anti-Semitic. He's not. Yeah. Not he was. He was not a good very person. Very nice. That he actually is very much. This was his thing the whole time. This takeover is nothing new. Disney World, they were not going to let Walt Disney of Disneyland purchase land in Florida uh-huh. to make Disney World. Uh-huh. They're like, buddy, no, that's we're not going to let you come in here and buy up all this stuff. And so he created like five different companies under different names, and he just took over different properties within that area. That's and what then he was like, like surprise, magic, motherfuckers. It's like Magic I'm Kingdom, Disney. Animal Kingdom. Right. He's, a, he's like, I'm Walt Disney. I'm all of these companies. And then he just took the land. Sounds about right. He's like, hey, you do what you got to do, man. Honesty never got anybody anywhere. Apparently. <laughs> Shoot. Um, some other things we talked about uh, was the royal baby was born today on Monday, which cute, is very exciting. Cute little thing. It's a quarter black, and we hope black. that it owns We're that when it gets older. Ex- yeah, and we hope that uh, they and their sibling, their cousins, all fall in love with people of color, right? And just just blackify that whole thing. We're about Melanin, to make this thing. All of it. Mm-hmm. All of it. Um, but uh, the British press is pretty like annoyed with Meghan Markle specifically because she, they think it's all her and it's likely her. They're not doing like the regular like after she gives birth, like she walks out with Harry and the baby and be like, this is our child and walk back in because uh, that's like a tradition. Apparently, she said, nah. and she's like, nah, we'll we'll figure out when you guys can see the baby. Yeah. I'm just like, yes, black woman. I'm Megan. <laughs> Get I'm, it, Megan, my queen. She said, uh, I'm American. <laughs> Hi. Um, <laughs> we don't do this nonsense. I don't know what you thought. You I need was. to see my what? Yeah. The no. thing that just came out of my body. Like, because uh, Catherine, mm-hmm. the uh, Prince William's um the Duke Williams, I guess, mm-hmm. his his wife, like for both pregnancies, mm-hmm. just like 
walked out like four hours later with the baby. What? Exactly. The, what? It's, it is nuts. Megan, you tell them. Like, I I'm thought so, you were saying like two weeks later. No, no, no. Two they months. literally do it the day that the baby is born. Like, there's pictures of uh, of uh, Catherine like coming out in like a blue like muumuu looking dress with the baby coming out, and like Moo-moo. they like it's like a like a frock, like a long frock, like a nightgown, like yeah, kind of like, like a, like a hospital gown. Yeah, well, not a hospital gown. Like it looks a lot nicer than oh, a hospital gown. Okay. But she comes out with the baby, like walks out in like a little kitten heel. I'm just like, nah, my legs are swollen. A kitten heel? I think she had like a heel or like a wedge or something. I'm like, if you like search it on on Google, she would Megan. You are so... If that's her, it could also be, like, her team advising her that if you walk out here, uh, you know, we don't know what people are thinking. Targeting, threats, terrorism. We don't it's want Kate, anything. Kate, not... Oh, it's like Catherine Milton, but... What? Um, oh, you got it, got it, got it. Kate. Yeah. Um, well, Megan, I'm glad you're in there doing a Wild Wild West thing. Go ahead and bring a little bit of Americana to the... Uh, I would say motherland, but it's not everyone's motherland. I was going to say, it ain't mine. It was the birthplace of our forefathers, but some of them were assholes. Yeah, like literally, this is like, here, here's here's an image of Kate Middleton coming out. Like, she's wearing a red, like, not form-fitted dress with one of her kids. Just right after she gave birth couple hours after yeah that's egregious and appalling and the audacity of people to suggest that someone should do that is a bit much right and and i get how like they're like a public figure in london and uk tradition but it's clear that these traditions were made by some white man and not uh women who actually give birth yeah like what entitles you like, what if she had a C-section? What if she had... You know I mean? Like, you literally... Someone ripped your body open to get a baby she out. She just went through forcing a Whole watermelon human. through, out of her, through her vagina. Whole human. And you're like, hey, now come on, show us that thing. Give her a little bit of space, yeah. maybe. Relax. A little bit of time to go... Ch- maybe she shouldn't be in front of the world. Right now. And maybe the kid shouldn't be outside. I know. It's just a thing. People, like, wait and watch for it, so... Well, good for her. Um, um, but yeah, well, that's, that's a thing. Speak, speaking of um, mixed babies, mm-hmm. Tiger Woods. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tiger Woods is uh, got a medal of freedom from forty-five uh, for his recent Masters win and basically a comeback. Okay. And I feel happy for Tiger, but I wish Tiger would. Really own his blackness a little more mm. and just say, if I were him, and I'm not supposing as a golf icon like he is, one of the greatest athletes of all time, transcended the sport, I think a medal of freedom is well deserved. Right. Um, good for him. I just would have loved it even more if he said, nah, I, I like the last president more. Yeah. I just would have had... But just seeing him with that thing around his neck, I'm like, okay, I'm glad that you're getting it. I just don't like those small hands putting it on you. (laughs) That's my only thing. I also think it's just like... um, Yeah, like, I wouldn't know, like, if President Bush gave me a Medal of Freedom, like, when he was president, like, would I have gone? Like, is he as horrible as 45? Was he as horrible as 45? Yes, but in a different way. Yeah, it was rough. Like, I feel like we kind of, like, make 
George Bush, George W. Mm -hmm. look a lot better than he probably was because what we have is utter trash. So it's like distance on it. Yeah, there's some distance. Like, oh, he paints now. It's so cute. And like, it's uh, a good painter. Cool. I don't care. You still really good. You still went to a war that it's got good color really, science. Really, I'm done with you. <laughs> you composition. and your composition is good. If you uh, had to choose between four years of 45 or eight years of 43, which one would you do? Wait, eight years of 43 or uh-huh. four years of 45. I don't know. They both are pretty damn bad. One shorter. Yeah, but the, the impact of like mm-hmm. that's of like of the of of the asked. words. It's a good question. It's really bad. Yeah, that's why I asked. Yeah, I think they both are equivalently bad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in like well, different ways. Mm, well, yeah, well, mm. you know, just okay. One was longer, but it wasn't as he was like W was de- divisive, but not in the way that forty five is divisive. Yeah, but forty five hasn't started any wars. I think he started like proverbial wars when you think about it. Like, yeah, but against... this is bad. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. no, one's th- no one's thrown a shoe at him. I don't know, man. I just want twenty twenty to happen because we have too many f- freaking Democratic candidates running to be president. Freaking Joe Biden, Technically. which I need to tell you about, but we need to watch Infinity. You need to watch Infinity, not Infinity Wars, um, Endgame, mm-hmm, so I can mm-hmm. tell you this thing that i saw today all right about joe biden and the avengers so i just can't say it until you watch it um you okay you promise there's no scary parts there's no scary parts whatsoever and you promise me the hype has already died down on this movie i think it has i need you to just watch things when they come out Uh oh because that no you being this contrarian is really annoying for me i find (laughs) i find popular things to be repugnant (laughs) except you semi like it a little bit yeah, after <laughs> simmer down a little bit, I need it to be a little bit more tame for a me little, to get into a little it. Tame. Uh, the yeah, no, I, I I'm excited to see the 22 candidates take the uh, the podiums at the debates, but the problem is we can only have 10 candidates per debate. And they were going to do two. Oh my god! So now so they have many. two additional people, and they don't know what to do. I just need everyone to figure their shit out wow i need people i need the democrat i need whatever is the democrat i need like president obama to be like all right y'all you need like to the godfather between, yeah i just i need y'all to choose between these four people you or can. even five between these five people everybody else you'll probably get some cabinet seats don't worry about it just chill not you, all y'all need to be president. Have you seen The Godfather? Yes. Okay. So you know the opening scene where they go into the room mm-hmm. and he just everybody's asking for favors. Yeah. That's what they need to be doing with Obama right yeah. now. What? Because like, who's Obama gonna back? You would think Biden, Diamond, Diamond Joe. Yeah. But not His necessarily. But not necessarily. Absolutely right. not necessarily. Could be, could be somebody else. Could, could be, be a dark 100% horse. Hundred percent somebody else. Is anybody in this uh, besides Kamala? Is anybody a POC that we know? Uh, Booker, Cory Booker. Wait, oh God! All right, yeah, I did f- forget that Cory Booker. Cory Booker. Put his name in there. Um, oh, Cory. Kamala. I think there's another Daisy person running. Another Asian person, I believe. I don't remember, but there's too many. Cory Booker has been campaigning for himself for years. And he's years. dating Rosaria Dawson. 
No, he's not. 100% no, he is. No, he's not. If you watch Deezus and Meryl on Showtime. No, he's not. He was on Deezus and Meryl talking about. No. They were talking about his dating life. He's I'm like, yeah, I mean, of course about, I love Ro- Rosario. I'm and talking like, about Cory Booker. Yeah, he's dating Rosario Dawson. No, no, no. I'm talking about the politician from New Jersey. Right. He's dating Rosario Dawson. No, Rosario Dawson is an actress. Right. And, he, and she's dating Cory Booker. <laughs> I think I broke your brain. Alex, are you breathing? Wait, Sir? I'm internet machine. <laughs> Booker says he is blessed to be with Rosario Dawson. In what context? That's they a short headline. They are together. They are boyfriend and sense? girlfriend. There are no pictures with them together. Yeah, because they're not like that. But if it's not on like, the internet. Like, there's people I date not, that I'm not like. Split screen. Everything's split screen. You're not in pictures with all the people that you date? No, I don't even have a lot of pictures of the people I date with me. I know all the people that you date. Well, I know you know that, but that's there's a difference between there's, like there's that a, and putting it on social media. And damn the it! This is there's enough split screen photos of them together that it must be true. He literally talked about it two weeks ago. Did she say anything about it? I don't think so. But they're together. Well, if she didn't say it, then I don't know if it's true. I'm just saying. Well, they're both beautiful human beings. It's just kind of earth-shattering to think that Rosario Dawson might be the first lady. And for that, I give my nod to Cory Booker for president of the United States. <laughs> I can't stand you. Joe Biden, you're going to have to step it up. If that's, <laughs> if that's what Cory's coming with, he's, yo, think about it. He's like, I'm running for president. You're dating me. Mm-hmm. Th- reading between the lines, Rosario knows what she's signing up for oh, right 100%. now. Oh, 100%. That's a that's a big deal. I mean, I'm sure they're like together together. This is not just like a a random thing, you know. Rosario Dawson could be giving out meals to kids and going to talk about like after school programs. Yep. Yep. America, we have to make this happen. Yep. We have to make. Well, I I, I think he's a little bit too much of an idealist oh, that yeah, he might sure. not be sure. most appealing to everybody. He's not realistic. But th- most people said that about flying spaceships, and we have We've those. Done that. You know, we've landed on the moon, but it was on it was in a, a sound studio that it happened at. You know, it wasn't really the moon; it was just like a studio in Hollywood that Neil Armstrong did some jumping around in. I don't know if we <laughs> should go down that path. I feel <laughs> like I feel a lot of things. We talked about measles at the top of the episode. The first run that we did this Uh, and we were just saying how people are just really wackadoodle for not well 700 recorded cases this year of people with measles okay i'm gonna say it go ahead i'm going to dishwashers you're gonna talk about dishwashers again she did a dishwasher analogy on the first one that was (laughs) rock solid (laughs) first of all it was not rock solid i recognize that it wasn't rock solid but same for the people as when god gives people really beautiful brains to come up with things like dishwashers and cures for diseases. You should freaking use it, you dumbasses. Why dishwasher? <laughs> it's as a kid who washed dishes a lot, I was really upset my parents didn't want to use the dishwasher. Because <laughs> her mom's hands would get dry and scaly if she used Dawn dish soap. It's like Dawn or is it she she's using Ajax? What is, so we had dad do the dishes, but the dishwasher's there. We might as well use the dishwasher. Right. I would have But used- of course the my parents were like, it's a lot of water. It's a lot of, you know, like. Obviously. It's a lot of heat, all those different things. Anyway. You can get cholera but that I way. Will, I will dead ass say, if you don't vaccinate your children, do not come near me. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. You dumb. 
You know, but it, to that point, you said, uh, you were like, if if this many doctors overwhelmingly are saying yeah. 99% yeah. that you should get yeah. vaccinated, 1% is saying, don't do it. You should probably listen to the educated doctors. To that, I'd say, there was a time where 99% of the world thought the earth was flat, and now it's just one basketball player. <sighs> so, I mean, the tables turn, and things change. So, measles are... Uh, not for real serious and we shouldn't take them seriously and so just don't get any vaccinations ever for anything and let the diseases just build up your immune system immune it's immune. taking me everything not to choke the shit out of you <laughs> <laughs> just, you know cause our parents generation they barely got shots for anything they ate dirt for like snacks and so now they're, they don't die for the baby boomers they live forever <laughs> screwing up our social security they have dirt in their blood that's yes, like part that's of right. like they do that when they get their uh, checkups annually mm-hmm. there's like what's your blood count and mm-hmm. your dirt count like all of that stuff so i think maybe we should toughen up our immune systems and just like you know walk to school barefoot and yeah lick rocks and things yeah and just you know let's do it toughen up those white blood cells why you gotta be white platelets well you were explaining the whole uh freaking white army or whatever from game of thrones oh. and i had a hard time understanding why they were called the whites oh yeah i mean that's just what it's the night king and his white walkers and his whites i don't know because white people are the worst <laughs> apparently, apparently. <laughs> Jeez. all right because he ta- talks about basketball maybe we should uh move on to that let's do it basketball all right let's keep it moving all right, folks, it is time for the second segment of our dabbling dribbling section, which is our dribbling portion where we talk about all things basketball and we do our best to explain uh, all basketball related things to even the novice All basketball related things, even to the novice out there, even to the people who are just dabbling in some basketball. They just want to just want to put a little toe into it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So this is we are in the playoff season. Uh, we are in the semifinals in both the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference. Oh, yeah. So uh, tell me what's going on, Alex. What is happening right now is maybe we should just take this by. We'll start with the Eastern Conference. Let's do it. Well, let's just start with the Leicester of the conferences. Leicester? Leicester. 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 So there's uh, the Celtics and the Bucks, which is happening right now yes. as we speak. The Bucks are up two games to one, and it's tied now in the third quarter as I speak about this. It's not tied. So by the time you... Well, it was 59-59. What it is was it now? It was 59-62, Celtics now. Okay. So someone hit a three. It's probably Kyrie. You know what it is. Yeah. So by the time you're oh, hearing now, this... 62 Sorry. Now, yeah. Now that you're, uh, it's a tight knit game. So yep. by the end, when you're hearing this episode, the game will be over. Probably the Bucks will win, but maybe the Celtics win. We don't know. Right. We'll see. But either way, Giannis is looking amazing as ever. Still doesn't shoot jumpers, but he just gets to the lane whenever he, he just wants does what to. He needs to. It's do. amazing. I watched so many highlights of him. Giannis is, for those of you who are not familiar, is the. John Snow of the NBA. Ooh. He's this um, foreign. Have you been watching Game of Zones? 
I've watched some of it. Does it make sense now with what I tell what I told you? No, but oh. I'll tell you, it's hilarious. Yeah, it is. I love Game of Zones, which is the for those listening who haven't seen it. If you look up Game of Zones, it's the NBA spoof of Game of Thrones, and it has all the politics involved of Game of Thrones, but with basketball players in context. And if you follow basketball and you follow Game of Thrones, it is your everything. Mm-hmm. And I watched the episode with Carmelo Anthony and the Rockets, and I died. Yes. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll get you... to the Rockets in a second. I think that's we'll we'll stick on the Bucks and right. Celtics for a second. But the Celtics, uh, you know, they got they gotta get their act together because right now it's just one man and Giannis, Jon Snow, um, foreign born Greek freak of a player, almost seven feet tall, wingspan out of this world, and he just gets to the lane whenever he wants to. Doesn't need to shoot, because he just goes right in there. And his teammates support him through that. Yeah, they just clear out of the way. When he's not doing well, they don't do well. Yeah, but he doesn't... Here's the thing. He He only hits layups. He had a bad game, and that's where the Celtics won. True, but he shouldn't be having bad games because he shoots two feet from the basket. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's it's like this guy is... But you're going to offer them days, right? As soon as he gets a jump shot, he's not going to be... He's going to be a problem for yeah, people. He, he already is a problem, so but you know, my, Josh is just going to make him nuttier. You heard it here first. I'm telling you right now, Kyrie Irving, definitely not coming back to the Celtics, and he will go to play for... The Knicks? The Toronto Raptors after Kawhi Leonard leaves. Ooh, you think Kawhi's going to leave? I'm just kidding. He's going to go play for the Knicks. I was like, hmm. uh, Kawhi's definitely going to leave, which brings us to the second series. Kawhi is beating up on those Philadelphia boys. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry is no help. Where he at? He does not. Kyle Lowry. Kyle? I always wonder how he... I always forget that he gets into the All-Star game. Yep. He's a little guy, too. I, I respect his how, scrappiness. No, he's 100% scrappy. Mm-hmm. He's really good. Like, as far as point guards with de- dependability, he knows. Kyle Lowry, the point guard, knows where to find his teammates, mm-hmm. but he doesn't do anything transcendent. Kai, uh, Kawhi, you see how Kawhi hits these threes? Yes. You see his agility? Do you see how he just, like, takes the ball with his hand? Just Claw. one hand. He's got the biggest hands in the world. That, My God. I was watching one of the highlights, and you know how Ka- Kawhi is so quiet? Kawhi. Kawhi. Uh, that was they, good. They said he was just hitting all these shots, so he had 39 points the other day. And the commentator said, Kawhi Leonard is smiling. He just hasn't told his face yet. Oh, my God. Uh, so it's just this... This constant presence of a guy who is a cold-blooded assassin, but doesn't necessarily have a presence, right? Oh, are you getting the game on right now? Yes, That's what's happening? Okay. Well, I'll just keep rolling then. So, anything more to say about the Raptors and the freaking Philadelphia series? I don't know, man. It's not, it's not that exciting to watch. No. Jimmy Buckets and Kawhi Leonard, I appreciate their play. But overall, I'm like, ah, whatever. So let's go to the interesting conference. Yes, let's do it. Western Conference. The Western Conference right now. So let's start. Okay. Where should we start? I think we should start with Portland and Denver. I love it. Okay, right now the series is tied two up. Mm -hmm. We didn't have, we didn't cast last week. 
Had we cast last week, we would have been going nuts over Damian Lillard. Dame Dollar fifty dropping dimes everywhere over (laughs) the moon. This dude had ten threes in a game for a total of fifty. I'm not going to start one because then I'll have all of them. (laughs) So you keep eating that. Closing shot. Ah boy. So this uh, Dame Dollar is one of my favorite players. He's top five for me. Am I a player count? Currently? Like, current players? Yes. Of okay. people that I watch, I enjoy... He's definitely him. in my top five as well. Top five. I am so glad that the rest of the world got to see this dude hit this money time shot in Paul George's face. Paul George was so freaking salty about that. I'm like, you are a sore loser. What did he say? I he's didn't like, hear it. He was, so he was asked about the shot. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I thought that was a bad shot. I thought that was a bad shot? Yeah. What do you mean? He said that it was like a dumb, like he shouldn't have done, he shouldn't have made that shot. It was a bad, like it was a bad move on his end. Okay, listen. Yes. But he's made that shot against him in the series already. Right. And throughout the season. So he knows there, that he can make it. There are better so, shots. 100% but if you told, shots. if you told Steph Curry, hey, that was a bad shot you took, it's like, yeah, but I can make it. Yeah. So. Don't worry about it. And then the way it. Dame said it is like, if anything, it was bad defense. Oh God! <laughs> and I was, and I said, oh my God, Dame, I've never found you more attractive than oh, I do right now. God. I don't know. Dame might be up there in my like top five men I'm attracted to What's, in the NBA. He doesn't, he doesn't react to stuff very often. And he's been saying some really smart things, Dame. Yeah. Like, people are like, oh, the pressure, like all these. Different, he's just like. Playing basketball is not pressure. Trying to figure out if you have food on the table for your kids. Boom. That's that's real pressure. Life. Real he's life. Like, he's like, this is just a game, y'all. Like making sure I got money in the bank so I can like the way that he. I was just like, yo, Dame, can I love you even more right now? One of the reasons. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. The trail. I used to be like, okay, I like the Trailblazers because like my friend, my best friend Alex, he likes the Trailblazers, so I like the Trailblazers. Yeah. Now I'm like, no, I love the Trailblazers. Yeah. Like, they, I want them to like do it. I want, I want them to, to kill it. I want them What's to wrong, go. Mix? And it's okay. Because I, I was talking to a friend who was watching the game with me at one point. We were out, and the game was on a TV. And I was like, Dame Dollar right there. That guy is so cool. And they're like, tell me about him. I say, well, it's not just about basketball for him. It's mm-hmm. more than that. So he's got family. He could leave Portland if he wanted to go play in a bigger market yeah. on a stronger team. But he wants to be in the Portland community and stay there. And he's there. been doing really cool things with the Portland community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he makes Portland. He's doing, like, make Portland weird a thing. Like, he's right. he, like, embraces that and not, like, uh-huh. steering away from it. Especially with Portland being probably not as diverse of a, a place. For sure. Uh, like, he's, I think, brings a lot to it. Not just, yes. obviously, his diversity as of race, but, mm-hmm. like... In general. His perspective is totally, uh, he's beloved by the city, mm-hmm. and he makes music. Yeah. Really good music. Right. Not like some shabby, like, what are you doing with right. yourself? He's actually really good in the studio. Right. So it's it's like, this guy, can Portland is a place that has weird things, and it and allows him to be who he wants to be. And so for him, it's like... He's always had his... He just runs by his own... The beat of his own drum. Yep. And I like how he can not respond to things. Like Russell Westbrook last year, questioning that Dame got put on the first team All-NBA honors. Right. He's like, eh, him? And then to see him, Dame beat them four games to one and bust a shot in Paul George's face. Right. I loved it. And again, they lost yesterday's game, which was... Okay, 
the four four overtimes. overtimes. Oh, so they so they had a Denver and Portland at four overtimes, and to a point I was so my sister's graduation was on Saturday mm-hmm. Saturday morning, and I was up till two o'clock in the morning watching this damn game, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me! No. I just want to go to bed. They <laughs> both kept making shots. Yes, it was back and forth, back and forth. I'm just like, this is somebody give up, somebody give up. It That's all a, I wanted. It was a dual manship. Uh, yeah. They had they had um. What's his face? CJ McCollum. Shout yep. out to him. He was the guy who came up real big in that that four overtime game. That is the first time an NBA playoff game has gone to four overtimes since 1953. Mm-hmm. That's bananas long time. That's yep. over 50 years. So it's uh, the Portland Trailblazers are scrappy. Denver? Don't. They are really. Tr- we've been sleeping on Denver all season. They really. Every, every sports commentator we have, like I've like dead them ass pretenders. We have. Yeah, I've been calling them pretenders, and they're saying no, we're not. Nope. We can like when this. you think about it, like who's the player there? Jokic. Right. And Jamal and it, Murray is the other guy, but they're not big name they're not, stars. They're not big name stars. Joe Jose Joe Sick. Is that how we say his name? Joe Joe Jokic. Jokic. I always say his name incorrectly. The Joker. Jokic. He was talking about how he likes being bigger. Like people make fun of him that he's like a like husky. a big like a huskier like yeah. more. There's a little bit more cushion like cushion on him for sure. He's a little uh, doughy. He's a little doughy dude. Um, and he said how he likes it because it makes him feel like he doesn't get pushed around as much. Oh yeah. Uh, and he's I'm just big. yeah. He's a big dude. Um, but he's very finesse. Yeah, he's very light on his feet. I wonder mm-hmm. if he did like ballet or something. I don't know if he's light on his feet. I was wondering this the other day because I'm like he's pretty slow. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he's a big dude. Yeah, so I'm not, but I'm like, thinking in the next that. four years, I think he's going to slow down quite a bit. Mm-hmm. The thing that makes him really ama- he had a triple double the other night. Yeah, he can score, he can shoot, he can pass like a wizard. Right, and then he's down there low. If he's down to the basket, he's got a better chance of getting a rebound than anybody. Right, so it's like this guy has size and an IQ mm-hmm. and a touch with his hands, but his feet are just super slow. Yeah. So I, I can wonder, see that. I can wonder. I wonder what his career will. I'm just interested to see what his career will look like because so far he's an all star. He's pretty successful. He might transcend what the new big man looks like. Yeah, he might. So currently, Portland and Denver are two two. They're tied. Right. Series is tied mm-hmm. after the four overtime game mm-hmm. on Friday. So we'll see what happens tomorrow because I think they play tomorrow. Yeah. Um. So you want to talk about Golden State and the Rockets? Yeah. So. Where are we at in that series? 2-1? Two, 2-1. One? Two, one. Golden okay. State. KD. First of all, Golden State took one from Rockets home the last game. Yeah. So they both have taken one in each other's Got it. home courts. Um, KD is the best offensive player in the playoffs right now. It's disgusting. He's averaging and I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it because I don't like him. But yeah. I can't take away from the fact that he's really good. He's averaging what forty points? Forty points. That's that's stupid. And he had some games where he had like very, next to nothing. Or he mm-hmm. had one game where it was like almost nothing. And they asked him, Kevin, what's what's up with you? Like you're not playing yeah. very well. He said, I'm Kevin Durant. Like I don't need to. You're not taking enough shots. I don't need to. Yeah, I do, I'm Kevin Durant. I'm Kevin Durant. And then he proceeded to remind people in, in subsequent games where he had 50 points, 50 points, 40, 40. He just kept going off. Mm-hmm. And he is just, and you listen to the Clippers talk about what he did to them. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, 
Lou Williams said, there's some guys where you can't do anything. Yeah. He's like unguardable in, yeah, in I, a lot of ways. He said, there's nothing I could do. And so, like, what can you do when literally every shot he's taking is like swoosh, swoosh, swoosh. Three-pointer, mid-range, under the basket. He's one the basket, of the best, the one of the best shooters I've ever seen. It's wild. It's in. It's incredible to watch this man shoot because he shoots at such a high clip. Yeah. He's basically seven feet tall. He's rail thin. Yeah. And he has he, a, he tiny. He like I forget. Like I know we call they call mm-hmm. him the Slim Reaper, mm-hmm. and he doesn't love that. Right. He likes to be called Easy Money Sniper. Um. Yeah. But it's it's wild to me how like how skinny he is because typically i'm just like you need i'm like i think of like Giannis. Giannis was as skinny as right. as as kd when mm-hmm. he first started was yeah. a, and he gained like 45 pounds Boom. or something like that mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh my yeah <laughs> oh, oh he's hello, chiseled sir. he's like a greek sculpture himself i i'm not angry at I, that. i'll <laughs> say this man to man looking vascular my dude <laughs> <laughs> looking looking vascular <laughs> Mighty fine. The KD never put on that weight. Yeah. You, but he, we he, always thought he perfected his skills. Right. We thought he was going to get bounced around a little bit in the league. Like yeah. he was going to be too soft. But this guy has gone playoff series after playoff series and been so deadly. Yeah. It's, uh, it's unstoppable. He's he's scary to watch. Yeah. Um, but I do miss when Steph Curry used to be that guy. I wish Steph Curry can hit any shot. I miss that being Steph Curry's team. Yeah. I really enjoyed watching Steph Curry be the Showtime. It just seems like they had... they not. I don't think they don't have fun now. It just seemed like they had more fun. Yeah, for sure. When it was Steph and Clay. When they didn't have... Draymond. When they didn't have... Because before, remember you how... You don't have a snake. It's fine, you know? Woo! Oh, boy. There's, Did uh, I say something? Uh, Did I? I'm sorry. I'm with you. <laughs> if If... if Remember when Steph and Clay, who don't care about the media, mm-hmm. like Steph is fine. He'll go in front of whoever and talk. Yeah, he doesn't he do have what problem. You do. Yeah. yeah, very patient. Clay doesn't care either way. He's like there. If, he'll show up if you want him to show up, but he's not going to give two flips. Right. Draymond loves talking to the media. Oh, he has lots of feelings. That's he'll his let you know. favorite time. He he'll talk to the media. He'll talk to the officiating. Right. Like offici- uh, the yeah. officials. He'll talk to you, the yeah. player. Yeah, I enjoyed the the mix of personalities, and then you have Iguodala in there, who is just like the statesman. He's just he he's a professional. Vet. He, know, he knows what to do. He knows yeah. his role. He does Good what he got to do. And but then you add KD in there with this thin skinned superstar, <laughs> and it just like throws everything off. You're like, buddy, I wish you had more fun. Like I wish this was. Well, I wish you had more fun. I wish mm-hmm. there was more. I've read some. Ah, uh, this is. I don't want to be mean. He's, he's, I've watched articles, or sorry, I've read articles mm-hmm. and I've watched video. That's what I'm doing wrong. I've been reading videos and watching articles. That's, yeah, that's, that's why I don't problem. know enough. That's, that's why you don't know anything. Dang Come it. on. Oh, that's man. why you keep on telling me, like, who's president again? I'm like, dude. <laughs> I've really been messing up this order of operations. I feel um, when I watch KD do these interviews and read articles about him, I always want more. But he doesn't give more because I think there's a guard up. Mm-hmm. He, there's a trust factor that he doesn't have. And that comes from something probably very deep-rooted and right. probably when he's younger. So if it's uh, not within him to be open like that, I do think about players like that after they retire. I think, what's he going to be like? Like, Tim Duncan was pretty mild-mannered, but he was 
likable enough and personable enough with right. people, he opened a mechanic shop. Right. He doesn't like to be in the limelight. He just likes to fix stuff. Right. And work with his hands and be around the fellas. Right. So he opened a mechanic shop. Uh, people who do telecommentating afterwards, usually the stars who really liked press conferences. Right. Kevin, Dur- I'm like, what's Kevin Durant gonna do when he retires? You know, is he gonna be, be on a troll. the tr- a professional troll? He's just gonna go in He's people's DMs and just and just troll the crap out of all. Make of money trolling people. Well, I mean, I think with everything, you're gonna have criticism and have moments where people are gonna question if you are worthy to have the job that you have, mm-hmm. and you gotta prove them wrong. You, you can prove them wrong by doing the work, which I think KD. You can't say KD's a bad player. Oh no! You can't. You like exceptional player. He is. It is stupid how good he is. Some people will say he's the best planet or the best player on the planet. I I wouldn't. But I think I he's one of the best. He's definitely very very good. Top five. Oh yeah, top currently of current players, top five. Two. 100%. Top two. He's two. Yeah. Number yeah. two. That's yeah, one. but so, but this is a very contentious argument, and some people will put him in number one. I get that. And, if, and that's that's the thing. It's an opinion. Everybody has them. Right. So have it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't still like, you know, you pr- I think he proves it in the work that he does. And if you were mature enough, you would just lay it there and mm-hmm. leave it there. Like, mm-hmm. you don't think you think I'm a snake. You think blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I came to a 72 and three team or whatever. 72 and eight, whatever. 73 and nine. 73 and nine. Sorry. Yeah. Because it was 72 and eight for the, the mm-hmm. Bulls. Mm-hmm. Um team but look at my numbers my numbers are still ridiculous um no they're not they're not as good no but i mean 40 you're averaging 40 points in the playoffs that's pretty good um okay i'm talking about the playoffs i'm not talking about like regular season yeah i was gonna say his regular season numbers aren't as good as they were when he was in oklahoma city because he doesn't do as much right he doesn't have to and then in the playoffs his numbers are great but steph's numbers don't look as good anymore right because steph is a selfless player right he plays. And I, miss, like, I miss seeing Steph. Curry. Yeah, like I like more and more. I've like I've always liked Steph. I feel like I like him even more, just like as a whole person. I've been oh. watching his like Facebook special that he's been doing about Steph versus the game, um, and it's and it's like the so, game rapper. No, like the game, like the like the basketball, basketball game, basketball. He's playing against basketball. It was just like his like life story. Oh, okay. about. It's pretty cool. Wait, his life story growing up in the NBA as a kid mm-hmm. of a yeah, and player. like his life now, his children, like it's kind of like a see. Him. This is okay. So yeah, man, I don't think everyone needs social media, but I appreciate that Steph Curry's like yeah. Here's me and my wife and my family, and I have right. no problem like being open about that. Yeah, but like there's like so, but coming back to what I was saying about KD, like you can either play and prove that like I am worthy. Mm-hmm. Here's here's my work. Mm-hmm. Let my work speak for itself. Body he does that plus this like, but I need to like have the last word, and it just becomes really like immature. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, and like there's a confidence that you need to have. Mm-hmm. Like when he's like, when people are like, oh, why aren't you taking more shots? He's like, I'm KD. Kevin Durant. And, and that's dope. Say it. I have no problem with him saying something like that. Mm-hmm. My problem is him going into a fifteen year old's DMs and ripping them apart because of like a opinion that they had right like dude you're gonna have a lot of opinions if you see me or see see me or you because we've called you a snake at least every single episode for the past 75 episodes you know i feel bad for him because he did one year of college but he wasn't like he wasn't going to classes doing anything he was at texas just to play some ball that's fine a one and done deal but before that you 
there was an interview with him and Michael Beasley. Yeah. And they asked, what would you guys, because they grew up together. And so he said, what would y'all be doing if you weren't playing basketball? And KD said, I'd probably be managing like the rec center where I uh, yeah, where, grew up. Yeah. He said, really? He said, yeah, I'd I mean, I like playing basketball, and I was in my community, and I would just probably work at the community center playing basketball and hanging out. He said, where I grew up, you, all you did was play basketball. Maybe you rapped or something like that, but that's what you did. So I think this guy, knowing only one skill set, and all he did was play to that skill set his entire youth and develop his shot and do all this stuff. He did all the stuff he was asked to do, just be a good teammate, be a good player. And now he's thrust into this limelight where emotionally he's not equipped to deal with the level of uh, acumen Mm -hmm. that these journalists have who are asking tough questions. He's just like, I was just playing basketball at the rec. Right. And I like playing with my teammates. And this all just feels very uh, forced upon me. Yeah. And he doesn't like that. I'm sure he gets messages from commissioner and the office, the the big office. uh, Mm -hmm. What do you call it? The front office, the front office, just saying, uh, you know, you know, here's some tips on media strategy. Here's right, what right. we think you should do. Like he gets all this coaching around stuff where he just had to know the X's and O's before. Right now, he has to sit in sessions about how to deal with the media. Right, he's like, this is part of my job. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, not I like. I mean, I feel like maybe, and coming up NBA players are like who are part of the NCAA are getting coached with that better. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I think of, like, the Zions. And I think stuff. he's going to be pretty good. Like, you know, for some reason, like, LeBron just had it in him from the jump, you know? He had this charisma since he was a kid where he just knew he was going to be great. And yeah. I don't I don't know and where that comes confidence. from. That's, it's a confidence. It is the tribe that you have around you. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a lot of things, I think. Yeah. So. But so KD's going off and the Warriors are doing great. and But they're facing off against a Rockets team that is... James Harden, mm-hmm. mostly James Harden, and <sighs> and and CP three shows up when he needs to. Oh, but for not, sure. But not as much as I think they want him to. Yeah, I was watching James Harden play the other day. His box scores were not that impressive, and I was no. surprised. And he's and again, I enjoy watching Chris Paul work. Yeah, oh yeah, he's one of the most efficient players. Yeah, I, I like when he's on when he is on the court. They do better because yes. he facilitates. He's a such a great facilitator of right. of plays. Yeah. Um, even if he's not scoring, he is assisting. He is yeah. re- he's he's getting boards. He's doing what he needs to do mm-hmm. to like make it happen. So yeah, I'm like interested to see. Are you upset by James Harden's play? Does that bother you? Have we talked about that? how boring it is? Yeah. I mean, I've said it before. He's one of the most like as much as he is like crazy amazing. Mm-hmm. Like when you think about what he gets to do statistics statistically what like mm-hmm. awesome numbers cool into it you are so boring to watch <laughs> you have a step back three cool that's like your move <laughs> like i mean and and you know what if it ain't broke don't fix it right like who for me if someone does like okay you do this part of your job this way and it's really boring okay f you but at the end of the day i get what the product and product is Winning games or end product is mm-hmm. finishing. The, you know what I mean? Whatever. Game of is. zones. <laughs> Listen, James. If you shoot a thousand threes, we could win all these games. But what if I miss them? But what if you make them? Yes, that's literally. What it <laughs> that's is. really. That's really their offense. Yeah, and like to a point where I mean, I also find him to be such. He's such an ISO ball player. The minute yeah. the ball is in his hands, stuck. 
it just gets stuck there and it's not as bad as like Mello when Carmelo Anthony used to play which is like also it's wild that he's technically still in the roster for the for the Rockets sure right? they couldn't deal him so like they couldn't deal him yeah it's weird I don't know what to say um he's retired Oh, it makes me so sad that he's ending it like that. Anyway, I just find that it's just boring to me, but it also does the job. So like, who the like? It's boring to me as a spectator and a, mm-hmm. as a fan and a lover of the of the game. Mm-hmm. I'm like, woo, step back three, and like he does some layups every once in a while, and some and some like and he does a lot of layups. Sure, I mean, okay, whatever. I not dunks. Layups. layups. Oh, he doesn't dunk. He definitely. No. Do, he definitely does layups. He trots. He prances. He actually. He's a. He's a pretty strong big man to prance as much as he does. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't run much anyway. He though. doesn't. Because he does. What's so funny. Like he doesn't run. He like what is defense? I don't it understand. So he does, I don't think he knows what that is. I love James Harden because he does his own thing and he looks so oblivious while he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Like it just looks like he's in a, a world of his own. Yeah, and I don't. They win. Yeah. And so he, he got his team to the best record in the NBA last year doing what he's doing. Right. And it's amazing. And you can't to, be mad at it. Like, if mm. it works. He was, he was what freaking. What say? He was shoot, warming up shooting some mid-range jumpers the other day. And I was like, he must be warming up for some threes because I've never seen this dude shoot a mid-range jumper. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. I started watching one of the games thinking to myself, okay, this guy has figured out something that no other player up until this point has figured out mm. or they did and they thought if I do this it'll make people upset and I'm worried what other people will think. Yeah. James Harden has looked past all that to say I'm going to go statistically for the highest point value I can get so I'm shooting threes. Right. If I cannot get a three I'm going straight to the lane mm-hmm. and there's no stop. I watched him for several plays thinking will he stop to do a mid-range jumper right. where he has open space. Where he has open space for a mid-range jumper, he takes that as an opportunity to get closer to the basket. Yeah. I realize psychologically it must be very comfortable for him mm-hmm. to know. With Think about how many times in life you're uncertain about something. Yeah. And it's a little bit jarring. Like, you're like what do I do with these options? Right. James has two options. Yeah. I'm either going to shoot a three or I'm going to the basket. And that way... His confidence level is freed up right. to do these things because he knows if he gets to the basket, he gets a higher percentage shot to get a two than if he shot it 10 feet out. Right. And if I get fouled, I shoot the highest percentage of free throws in the league. Yeah. So the and choice is pretty gets, clear. Yeah. It makes sense. It's boring. It's but very it makes boring. Sense. But everybody's I, upset and I don't blame anyone, but I'm just realizing how convenient it is. The game, he has molded the game to fit him. Yeah. It's annoying. So speaking of Harden, you saw his eye injury that he had? Yeah, he got bloody I, eye. I felt really bad for him because that sucks. He got cornea Ugh. eye. Ugh, it sucks. But then there was a report that the Rockets put out of like officiating and how like officiating isn't done very well, essentially. Like last Everybody year that they, basically, um, that they basically lost the Western Conference Finals because they, the, offic- the officials like call- missed like 80 some calls or something like that. Who said that? The Rockets. Like they the did Rockets. The, yeah. Daryl Morey and company. Right. Um, like, they did, like, an official report and gave it to the NBA. And, like, had, had, had like, suggestions of, like, having another 
like officiating person and like a certain I don't know what I am listening but go ahead I have thoughts but go ahead and I just look at all of this and I'm just like I get it because I think yeah. I get feeling like why does everyone love the Golden State Warriors it's, <laughs> it sucks why are they the favorite child what about us um I just want to I, I would just want the officiating to be fair and then I was like I Let's know. pause right now. I know where you're going to go. Because, Harden, do you know how to stop the ball and not travel? Mm. Like, do you know... You know, if we wanted to talk about officiating all the calls, you know how many calls we haven't called you on because of your traveling? <laughs> just saying, you know? Um, so it's just one of those things where I just kind of like... I get it. I understand why they're pissed. You know about it, but I don't think it's that serious. I remember when they missed twenty-seven three-pointers in a row. Yeah, again, that was not an officiating thing. That was definitely like an offense, and they had a better defense. I remember thing. when Chris pulled that hamstring. Yeah, and that sucks. And that was unfortunate. Yeah, <clears throat> but we all thought they were going to win. If we're talking not about Game Seven and the six games that led up to that, yeah, I'm sure you could find a number of calls that sure. we missed, and I don't blame you for doing that report. I just think it's interesting that when Chris Paul, the pre- president of Basketball Association, of the Players Association, Players Association yeah. plays for the Clippers or the Rockets, the culture of that team argues fouls and officiating more anybody than else. any other team. Yep. I just, whenever Chris Paul is on that team, there's so much talking back. Well, this is the most formal submission uh, I've seen. The most formal uh, petition mm-hmm. that I've seen of the yeah, it's issue. like a formal so, like document that they gave yeah, to. It's substantive. In that, I would expect nothing less. Like if you combine Chris Paul's consternation and feistiness mm-hmm. with Daryl Morey's analytical mind, mm-hmm. like well, let's take what you're saying and put it into some some numbers, mm-hmm. and they did it. So okay, that's a Rockets formula because they're all about formulas. Right? Did you see the post game with the coach? Uh, uh, what's his name for the Rockets? Mm, Daryl Morey and um, D'Antoni. D'Antoni, Mike D'Antoni. Did you yeah. see the post game where they asked him when James is on like that? Mm-hmm. Does that re- take off some pressure? And what did he say? He said, "Yeah, it takes off pressure. It takes pressure off me." Yeah, because. I mean, if James got the ball, then go ahead and do the thing. But if, if I call a timeout, I'm just going to say, like, get the ball to James. But he's already got the ball, so I don't need to call a timeout. It's really helpful. He just described his whole offense. Yeah. That is your whole offense. Yeah. He's... Pretty- what happens... Like, I don't wish anything terrible to any player, injury-wise. But what if something happens to him that he... Like, what happens to your offense? Who do you, who do you lean on? Uh yeah, exactly. Clint Capella. <laughs> I mean, he he's good. He was a, I think he was a maybe for t- today's uh, yeah today's game. You would be um it would be uh, James Harden by committee. Yeah yeah, so you rebuild him in the aggregate with the other players that you have, but mm-hmm. it you know he's really important to their offense. He is their offense. Yeah, he is per- perhaps the MVP. It's, I don't know how I feel about that. But I really yeah. between the two of them between. Giannis, Giannis and Harden. Who are the top two candidates for MVP. The, it makes sense why Harden is the MVP. He's going to probably win it. Makes sense. Well, if we're just looking at offense, it's Harden. Yeah. But if we're looking at defense, it's also Giannis. Giannis is the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because both of them prefer layups. Mm-hmm. Giannis can't hit a three like Harden, but Harden Harden doesn't defend like Giannis. Yeah, Harden looks like he's allergic to <laughs> to the offender. Know. He doesn't know how to go to the other side of the court. He's just he just like waits there by. He's got to conserve line. energy because he's like because I have to go another ten feet that way. Right, I got to score fifty points tonight, yeah. so I don't have time to be def- my other teammates. And I get it psychologically. What do you pay me for? Right, I put points on the board. Right, I bring people to the stands. If my other teammates, there's four of them, they can do most of the defense because they can't score like I can score. But when I score, right. that's why you can't expect me to do. I'm doing all the work over here. If you guys could help me out on the defensive side, that right. would be really. It is a team sport in that way. Yeah. Serena has to play her own defense. Yep. And offense. Yeah. Yeah. James is like, nah, this is more of a football situation. Right. I'll I be got on. My role. Yeah. I'll be quarterback. You guys do the defensive line thing. We'll be fine. Uh, in the economics of the NBA, it makes sense. I yeah. get that. So you don't want to blow out your knee or your Achilles doing no, like absolutely not. doing some defense. Yeah. What defense? How'd you blow that? Playing defense. <laughs> <sighs> Waste. <laughs> so uh, you know Rockets. If they don't, I wanted the Rockets to win so bad against Golden State last year. Mm-hmm. I do not care if they win this year. I will be fine if Golden State makes it through to the second round or third round. If they face Portland, that would be a fun game. I want to. But I also think that they might get their ass whooped. The Portland Trailblazers? Yeah. I think so, too. But the thing about it is... They're scrappy. They're scrappy. They're very and scrappy. And I want to see the fight they put up. And then they would go play... Whoever wins that gets to play the... Probably, I would say the Bucks. Mm-hmm. I would say the Bucks. Who else do you think would make it out in the east they're the best team but Giannis has to be 100 percent every time mm-hmm. he is dependable but he's one dimensional yeah so i'm kind of like if you could figure out just one defensive scheme to make that hard for him yeah that could, you could that break could blow that it. team yeah. and the only team that could really figure that out would be boston right now and with their having problems yeah so if you get through boston and it's just between i don't know the raptors well, the Raptors have lost to them a couple times during the regular yeah. season. I, Kawhi is so good, but I don't. That's going to be. I don't. It's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. We'll see. But either way, I still miss LeBron during these playoffs. I just think it's. I wonder what he's doing. He's probably calling every free agent right now. He's probably just sitting around texting guys. A lot of them are guys. in the playoffs right now. He's just like, "Hey, good shot." <laughs> Hey, that was really nice what you did there. That was really good. Hey. And then Clay's like, nah, I'm most likely going to the Clippers. Yeah, that came out. That came out today where it is likely that um, that Clay is going to the Clippers and that, um, well, that he's he's interested in the Clippers more than, than the Lakers if Gold State doesn't give him the max contract. And there's also rumors that Kawhi is looking into either tr- staying in Toronto mm-hmm. or going to the Clippers. If Kawhi and Clay. Go to the Clippers. End up on the Clippers. My God. I propose that the Clippers officially change the spelling to K-L-I-P-P-E-R-S. I am done. And. I'm into it. They should erect statues of them immediately. Mm-hmm. Because you have never, in the history of this organization, <laughs> had stars like this. Yeah. Uh, it's wild. Blake Griffin was something. Right. Chris See, Paul is no slouch. Nope, not all. But to have Clay and Kawhi on your team with the prowess they bring, you... With the scrappy-ass team that they bring? With Doc Rivers coaching that squad, you will have a that new... Is, pro- the Lakers people, will be yesterday's news. Yeah. 
and possibly the Golden State Warriors too. Oh yeah, they'll be gone. if Clay's gone. I mean, they still have Steph. Yeah, but if you had Steph and KD. Well, KD might not. Well, KD, how many years does KD have? Well, he's done at the end of this year. He's yeah, a free agent. No. But I think KD will leave, which is why I think they'll match Clay's contract. Mm. But if even if Clay decides to leave, he may want to leave. Yeah, he may want to go somewhere else. But KD uh, and Clay, if it were KD and Steph, and KD surprises us all and right. says, "I want to stay here," um, Steph and KD would be a problem. Yep. You take Clay out of that situation and you just leave those two snipers. You still have two slaps. Splash Brothers. Yeah. You know what I do appreciate though. What? What I do you appreciate, appreciate when KD went to the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. Dub Nation has not officially extended the title of Splash Brother to him. Yeah, the original Splash Brothers are Clay and Steph. Steph. There's no one else. But KD shoots as good at three he's pointers. Not the original. But they don't give it to him. He's not the original. And that's what rubs him that yeah. he's never been good enough. I mean, he has. I'm sure he has like some sense of imposter syndrome. Yeah, I bet you. I bet she's and like, I, why don't you love me? Someone who Why don't you love like, me? Experienced it herself. Like, I get it. We've all been there. We've I've been all, there myself. Yeah, we've all been there. Like, am I good enough? Am I worthy? You know, those are real things. Those are real things. Uh anyway, can we just talk about really quickly mm-hmm. the logos? Uh, yes. Talk about the logos because I don't know anything what you're talking about. What do you mean? Of the Eight teams that are in the playoffs right now. Uh-huh, what about it? Six of their logos are circles. Oh, oh okay. That's cool. Over the past 10 years, the league has moved toward logos that are all circular. Yeah, the Bulls are not going to do that, just so you know. You still talking about your Bulls? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this podcast <laughs> will be over now because... If Alex continues to disrespect my Bulls, my really... Terrible Bulls. No, I don't... Like, can you imagine someone, like, telling the Bulls franchise, make it into a circle? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. (laughs) I can imagine anyone telling the Bulls anything right now. Yes, but, like, I I think the fans will revolt. Mm. You don't understand Chicago fans. The world... No, the world would be really screwed up. Because I would say... You know how many things of Chicago like yeah. girls wear that I see in New York City alone? In the world. If you ask people worldwide, what is the number one basketball team in the world? Mm-hmm. The most people on this earth, 8 billion, mm-hmm. would say the Chicago Bulls. Yep. Thanks, Michael Jordan. We love you. Seriously. <laughs> the branding that he did for that team. It's stupid. I we, see... You can't change it. We have not changed that logo in years. I see that logo decades everywhere. I was walking into um sorry folks, we're eating my dad's plantain chips. Actually, sorry, not sorry, they're delicious. Um It's a good thing you don't have um we don't have this thing videotaped and you can't smell things. Yeah, because my because god. These are why'd you do this? And also I just want to say these are the bad batch. There's a better batch that I have. Don't say that. I just I'm just letting you know. Let the hype die down. <laughs> let there be no scary moments and just let it lie. Um, I was walking uh, to the subway on 14th Street Union Square, which is a you know pretty big subway. It has several subway um, trains on there. Oh. I was walking to the 6th train, and I see this guy. I'm just like, he's wearing a full red tracksuit, yep. like Chicago Bulls red tracksuit. And I'm like, oh, that is a Chicago Bulls tracksuit. Yep. Okay, cool. 
Yep. Oh my God, he also has a hat. The Chicago yep. Bulls. This and I heard him talk, and he's speaking like a Brooklyn native. Yep. And I'm like, oh, so you grew up here. Yeah. And you're rocking a full. And he has Jordans on. He has Jordan ones on. All and I'm just like, okay. Red, white, and black. All right. I mean, it's it's a classic look. It's, it is a look. And it's also plays a little bit at our dark side. A little bit. Because of the colors and also because the horn. The bull. The, the horn. horn. It's a little bit demonic. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. And if you like, if you went to home games in the 90s, you like the beginning parts of it uh-huh. is like. Oh, like the bull is like running to you. Oh, like, God. Like, like there's like smoke coming out of his, you know, nose. I thought that was the theme song for the bulls. Yeah, it is. They they made so much money in that time. And then after Jordan left, it was the NBA's WTF period. Yeah. It's like, who is our leader? We don't know. And then they got LeBron James. And this guy ascends to, I saw a thing on Instagram where someone made a period a period a pyramid mm-hmm. and at the top they had levels one through five and yeah. they put great players on them at different and tiers the top two is LeBron and, and Michael and like, yeah. right and then the next tier Magic and Kobe and some people and then the third tier they put Larry Bird and some folks oh. Larry Bird and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and I said oh. the disrespect it's because it's so far removed yeah can you like if we had children uh huh God help them. But if we had children, <laughs> if we had children, what, like I think our children yeah. will respect LeBron and Michael, specifically Michael. I don't know because like we tell them, but but then they're gonna grow up and be like, nah, LeBron's the goat, and then whoever maybe like you know Zion or whatever will be like their hero. Mm-hmm. You know, the same way we do Oscar Robertson and Kareem. Right. And- yeah. Like, I look at Kareem and I'm just like, you were a, a, a dope basketball player? Like, you just seem like a frail man. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, because I didn't watch him right. play. Right. Like, Magic, I only watched for a couple of years before he was done, you know? So, like, you only know what you know and what you see. But, um, yeah, I don't know about the logo. The logos changing for the Bulls, but we'll see. We shall see. Um, but I do yeah. want to... But I do want to say... We are still figuring out who's going to be the Lakers coach. And there was a lot of talk about potentially Mark Jackson or uh, Ty Lue. And there was someone else, I forget, who's now the new Utah Jazz coach. Uh, Quinn Snyder? Is it is it him? Quinn Snyder, I believe. Or is he the new one that was just announced recently? They fired Quinn Snyder? No, no. Yeah, they. I thought it was a new Suns coach. Oh, the Suns coach, yeah, yeah homeboy, uh, Monty Williams. Monty Williams, because Monty Williams was also in the in the conversation mm-hmm. for yeah. the Lakers. Right. Then Monty officially signed with the Suns as their head coach, and we are now getting word that Ty Lue, former Cavs coach, who uh, LeBron played for, is being offered the head coaching gig. So is this going to be Cavs three or two point oh? Two point oh. Yeah, two point oh. Just moving on up <laughs> to the west side. 
to a deluxe apartment in the sky. I mean, they're just moving Cleveland. Just a little bit more showtime. Yeah. Move to Hollywood. Um, Are they going to put Kevin Love down there, too? I think they would, because honestly, <laughs> no I- one else wants to play with him. But Kevin likes both Ty Lue and LeBron. So you might as well just move them on out there. And then Kyrie's like, hey, y'all, I'm a free agent. I Let's can't. just do it. That's so <laughs> it's just so. I mean, Kyrie might actually just feel those things because, you know, it's been a minute since. Right. Let's get the gang back together again. I think he realizes his own like, oh, I get, I get what I did. LeBron's eleven. And yeah. Just put it all together and have another heist. And uh, got J.R. Smith there. <laughs> they're like, they're just like, they're doing a list. They're like, all right, cool. Everybody starts walking through the door. They're like, Tristan, Kevin, J.R. No, 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 get the J.R. Leave no. J.R. Sorry, J.R. Take not, your Hennessy. Jen- JR, take your Hennessy. Did you get another tattoo? Get the fuck out <laughs> he of did. my... He did. He got a Nipsey Hussle tattoo on him. Uh, respect. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think Ty Lue with LeBron, if you cannot get... What did I say two episodes ago? I said, if you can't get Phil Jackson, mm-hmm. Pat Riley, mm-hmm. or Greg Popovich to be your coach, then you have to do the best you can do with the second... With, with, Whoever will take the job. Yeah. And so the person who doesn't have a job right now, who has coached LeBron before, and LeBron's cool with, and they did float Pat Riley's name. But oh, Pat, did they? I did not know that. There was talk. And Pat, I can't imagine Pat doing that. Pat's like, I'm good. Yeah, Pat's like, I'm in Miami having the time of my life. Bye. I'm all right. And so uh, they're going to have to take time. They were looking at Monty Williams. They were, yeah. But Monty pulled the trigger on the suns yeah so that'll be interesting because uh what's his face down there uh the the young rook um booker no is that his name who's a suns player that's in that's in the young suns player oh devin booker oh it was booker i yeah, was booker right. and okay. uh, deandre ayton yeah yeah like they they've, squads yeah yeah he's had like six different coaches i think since he's entered the league in, with the suns like four or five different coaches which is kind of wild. But, I mean, I'll, it'll be interesting to see what the Los Angeles Cavs will do um, when Ty Lue gets there. I don't know if it's official yet, but it, I know that it is the it is the conversation. And, oh, my, the Milwaukee Bucks is up 107.96. My, my, my. And they're doing that in, is it, are they in Boston or are they, they look like they're in Boston. But, um at least it looks, yeah, they're in Boston. Well, look at that. Um, but yeah, anything else do you want to add to uh, the list? Um, also, the Met Gala is happening right now. And my uh, that's what you're feed, on? Okay, there's fine-ass folks. No, just like, they're just... Some fashion wares. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of gender bending, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, and oh, look at that. Look at, look at Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. She looks so good. I want to know who her makeup team is because they work their asses off. I mean, it's a lot of contouring, but also yeah. look at her body. That's not attainable. That's not real. She corseted that, I'm sure. Anywho, anything else you want to add to the dribbling section before we move on to our dope people? Um, dribbling section? No, I just want to... Uh, get to the off season and know what LeBron's gonna do about this team. Yeah, seriously. I will say, I will just say that that shop episode. I do kind of want to see the shop, the new season coming out oh, of yeah. his show, because it looks like having Kuzma and Lonzo in 
one of the episodes, I kind of want to see the dynamic of them talking. Yeah. Because he's so much wiser and older than the two yeah. of them. But I want to see his like nonverbal reactions. I do too. I yeah. want the camera to show me every I want, angle. I just want one camera on him the whole time, mm-hmm. just in the corner. Mm-hmm. And then obviously they can like span and do right. whatever. But like anytime they talk, I just want a picture. I just want a picture, a picture of just zoomed LeBron in on his eyes, on his face, just his face, just to see if his eye twitches. Yeah, just, just like, does bit. it? Does it just do a little? little just a little just twitch. Just a little bit. Because <laughs> when magic dipped, LeBron was like, "I can't believe it." Blew my mind. I was yeah. like, "It was like I caught me off guard." Yeah, yeah. And Lonzo was like. Oh, yeah, I took a minute and I said, Yo, Kuz, what are we doing tonight? Yeah. It's like, you know, it's a different. LeBron it's different. is in a state of urgency. Right. And immediacy. Right. Because he doesn't, he has a couple more, well, four more years left. I'm trying to cement my legacy. Right. I need three chips. Yeah. And, and are you going to help me or not? Nah? And Lonzo is, Kuz, what are we doing tonight? Oh, oh. buddy. <laughs> oh, honey. LeBron, LeBron just in there, like, I could kill you. <laughs> But I need to trade you. Right. And that's why I'm making you look real cute right now. (laughs) So I can trade you. I feel bad that we saw this guy go to L.A. on a risk. And he has now lost his president of basketball operations, his coach, and uh, his... Wait, what was it? Oh, so he doesn't have his teammates. The trade fell through. Mm -hmm. And not all he has is Genie Buss. And whoever the next coach is going to be and teammates he doesn't want to play with. Yeah. So he's just, I feel like LeBron is looking at the tea leaves thinking, Mm -hmm. is this going to happen? Yeah. We'll find out. We shall. We shall see. All right. Let's go and talk about some dope people. All right. All right, folks, it is time for our dope people person of the week. This is where we pick a person or people that we think are doing dope things. So, Alex, I believe it is your turn to go first. Who's your dope person? It took me a second there. Oh, I, I did? Okay. My, my dope people are <laughs> the creators of Game of Zones, oh, which we mentioned earlier. Yes. And I love that series, even though I don't watch Game of Thrones. Everything still applies in basketball terms to me, so it's funny nonetheless. I right. get the general gist of it. But the two brothers who came up with this are Adam Malamut mm-hmm. and Craig Malamut. All right. I hope I'm saying that right. I hope Malamut, so too. Malamut. 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 <laughs> Maybe. So they uh, both do animation, but they started on a path as brothers where Adam is six and a half years older than Craig, mm-hmm. and they used to do this game as kids called the superhero game, where they'd name a superhero, and you'd have to draw it and see who was better. And so Adam always tried to be better than his little brother because he didn't want to be shown up by his little brother. And so they would come up with these weird characters like uh, Pineapple Head Man and all these sorts of things. And so Craig said, as the younger brother, he would always draw something, then show his version to Adam. And Adam would show his version, and Adam's was always really kick-ass and better. And so Craig always respected Adam's skill as a drawer, uh, but Adam thought Craig could draw too. Went through own paths. One of them worked for the Jimmy Kimmel show for a while. Nice. One of them taught themselves animation. Mm-hmm. Long story short, they made some uh, animations together. Adam made some about baseball with sure. the Phillies. Okay. And then some friends caught wind of it. He was looking at some football stuff too. And then his friend said, could you make this about the NBA? Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I don't see why not. It's easy. You just do a storyline or whatever. 
So they're sitting around thinking about Game of Thrones and the NBA, and they thought, what's the Venn diagram of Game of Thrones fans to basketball fans? I wonder what the overlap is. And they did this thinking they'd get, you know, a handful of views. And the most recent episode, the one with the DeMar DeRozan, yeah, well, yeah. the second to most recent, yeah. um, got 2 million views already on YouTube. I and just so, want to say Game of Thrones has a whole hashtag called Them Thrones, D-E-M Thrones. Uh-huh. That is just basically people of color mm-hmm. just going in on all things Game of Thrones. So I'm just saying, the Venn diagram is basically a circle. That's <laughs> Almost a circle. That's really funny. So he, um, these two brothers have been making these episodes since the first one in 2014 where they cast the boring San Antonio Spurs as the Whites. So, oh, that's funny. Greg Popovich, oh, that is actually kind of funny. Greg Popovich as the Night King. And, I can uh, see that because he doesn't like to talk much. Exactly. Yeah. And he kind of looks like him a little bit. I, I can see that. So they, they said, okay, yeah, we're going to do this episode and see how it goes. And they took off from there. So for all the joy and uh, fun that we have from that series, I just mm-hmm. want to thank Adam and Craig for doing the Game of Zones series. Uh, check it out if you haven't seen it. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, I've had friends who've never watched Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and but watch Game of Zones. And then when I'm like, okay, watch Game of Thrones... Because it makes oh. Game of Game of Zones even funnier. I'm one of these people, right? And I'm you are my only I'm friend. I'm sure of it's all funnier. Of, my, all of all of my friends, of course, it's I will say, everyone is like, you're right. It is definitely funnier because you just understand For like sure. the little nuances so much better. So I have no doubt. Yeah, but I'm not thank gonna... you. I'm I'm a big fan of those those uh, gentlemen for doing what they do because I appreciate it every Thursday during playoff season when Booyah. it comes out. When it comes out. So mine this week are three fantastic women who, uh, despite the history of segregation and racism in America, mm-hmm. are the first, it's the first time that these women were able to have both Miss America, Miss USA, and Miss Teen USA be all black women. So hmm. Chelsea Christ, 28, won Miss, uh, the one, the Miss USA contest. Uh, Kaylee Gare, uh, Kalia, Kalia, maybe it's Kalia. Kalia. Kalia Garris, 18, won Miss Teen USA just recently. And I actually know this person, Nia Franklin, Miss Nia Franklin, 25, earned the crown of, in 2019 for, uh, Miss America in September. Woo-woo! So all three of these women are beautiful and also all different like I would say in the shade of blackness mm-hmm. they're dark skin and light skin so mm-hmm. which is super beautiful there you go spread yeah so it's not just like only light skin pretty girls can be all of these things mm-hmm. so the 2019 Miss USA Miss America and Miss Teen USA are all beautiful black women and two of the black women uh, Miss USA and Miss Teen USA Chelsea Kristen uh, Kelia Garris like wore their natural hair Mm, which is like even more beautiful fun. you know like and again not to say like wearing a weave or like straightening your hair is like a bad thing but like the the embracing of your black culture is super beautiful Foxy Brown. um and so of course people all over the the, the minute uh Kalia Garris won the everyone on you know the internet was like super excited about it um and was like oh my god this is the first time in the history of all of these pageants that all three of them were black women that they were all people of color uh which is super cool the moons are aligned yeah and so like presidential hopefuls like kamala harris and 
Halle Berry, who is not a presidential hopeful, who's just Rosario Dawson. Like people were like, "This is freaking dope," and all three of them have talked about how, like, you know, race is important in America. People like to say that it's not about race, but it is important. So um, I don't know. Maybe we can get Nia on our podcast. I know she said that she would be interested, so maybe we can get her on our podcast and like talk to her about being uh, Miss America. Bring it. I'm into it. Bring it. Yeah, I, so, I love that. But yeah, so congrats to these three beautiful women and for, I don't know, just being dope as hell. I love that. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add for the good of the order? Yeah, I want to tell you that Bri's dad makes the best <laughs> plantain chips and I wasn't going to have any, but then she handed this little tray of maybe, I don't know, it was like eight chips you put yeah, in here. Yeah, I put in like eight chips. And now I've had 82 chips. <laughs> and so I just want to say, stop it. I don't want to eat these anymore. Don't be mad at me when this thing is empty. Um, I mean, it is, it's a it's it's a court. I mean. It's, it's solidly packed this year, too. Yeah. Like, it was, again, this, this is one of two. So I'm just going to. This this will come out this month. This is the time. And then next month, I'll bring it out. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll just every month, I'll just bring it out once. Right. Okay. It'll always be visible. You just can't touch it. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be really difficult just for you. keep it in the other room, please. Okay, I will. I'll put it in my bedroom instead. All right. <laughs> All right, folks. As always, if you have uh, social media, make sure you're following us on uh, social media at Dabblin' and Dribblin' at Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And, and make sure you subscribe and rate and tell us how awesome we are on all the places that you listen to podcasts, whether it be Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Yeah, five-star rating goes a long way. It sure does. It's super cute. I, I'll, I'll, I'll even... I'll take it. Yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you a we'll, little smize. Maybe we'll... Smize. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll DM you We'll DM you personally. Oh, my God. For a five-star. I'm into it. Put your put your handle in there. Just DM us with your handle, and we'll, we'll enter we'll the it. chat. <laughs> we'll just... We'll get it real, real personal, real quick. Absolutely. Well, folks... Until next time, be dope, and we will catch you later. See ya.